What's going on, everybody? Peter Toring here. Chris Van Bell, also. And this is the Holmes Great Lakes Real Estate Podcast, letting you know what's going on in your real estate market here in Southeast Michigan. Today, we wanted to go through a checklist of 10 things to do before you decide to list your home. You know, we constantly have these things, and we like to go over them with our clients all the time. So... Here's what we put together. I'm pretty stoked about this, especially that's snowing outside too. Yeah. But uh, which is not going to stop you from listing your home? Hell no. They're still going fast. So here's let's jump right into it. The first one is find your paperwork. So whether this is you've had repair paperwork, you've got your uh, you know paperwork from your furnace inspection you had last year, whatever it happens to be. You you got to back up everything that that we do know about the home. And I'll tell you what, I I really. Give big kudos to a lot of our military families and and some of our el- elderly people too that have all the paperwork back to 19, 1964 when they bought the house. Right. But that is so so important to buyers, especially the ones that need to and want to know. You know uh, what what kind of dishwasher is it? Do you have the the warranty for it? Who do you call if you have a problem? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also it it uh, it can give buyers kind of a sense of confidence when you talk about yes, we do have this, we had it done this year, and by the way, here's all the documentation to back it up. Anybody can say, oh, I I got a new roof. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it, there's a big difference between having a professional company come out and put a dimension dimensional shingles and do a whole proper roof, and Uncle Jim coming out. Right, slapping um, on a new set of put, shingles without putting on a, tear a off. second set and not even doing a tear off. So these are good things for for buyers to know and to give confidence. Yeah, number nine, do your touch ups, and if you got anything loose, time to tighten that up. So oh if my got, goodness, uh, when we talk about loose, if you've got faucets that have got that little drip that you've been meaning to get around to, if you got door handles that are jiggling, those are great things now to get tightened up. Take a step back. Mm-hmm. You live in this house every single day. You might not notice that the little ring around the top of, of a lamp's coming off or or that, you know, the handle's a little loose on the faucet because you're used to it every single day. You know, you don't really pay attention like a brand new set of fresh eyes coming through your home. That, that's going to really be judgmental about every last detail. Buyers are going to notice this stuff. They're also going to notice that those scuff marks on the drywall that you've been meaning to repair for the last three years, the you know your little nail holes from your pictures that you haven't been getting around to doing, or t- you know that paint that you've been meaning to touch up. So get those things buttoned up now. It'll save you hassle in the future. Number eight, got to set the stage. Just like any kind of show you want to put on, these people have to make it feel like it's, it's home. Mm-hmm. So... If things are out of place, and I'm not talking like by millimeters, but you know, make it make it look welcoming, inviting. Right. Um, we've got to move some furniture around. We've got to do that. Also, it doesn't hurt have a table setting out. You know, if we need to have, uh, and also that includes two of the things that we're going to bring. If you've got to have a flyer for the house, if we've mm-hmm. got uh, some information we want to know about the house, having that right there. If you want to, we never hurt. You know, it never hurts to set out snacks or bottles of water, things like that. Bottles of water are awful. great, and, and a nice little welcoming letter i've been to a couple houses lately especially this time of year you know nice little plate of cookies you know here one please take one, one. isn't awesome. that awesome it made me feel good i tell you that much unless you have the the buyer that eats the whole plate yeah um so definitely get things ready that way number seven take care of your pets we i love my pets i got a big old lab we're all dog and pet lovers here but this is huge we got to make sure that they're not either noticeable visibly or noticeably as far as their smell, we, we you always know that you could when you walk into a house that's got dogs and that that smell. We want to get rid of that. We've got cat lovers and we have dog lovers. Mm-hmm. So if a cat lover comes into a dog lover's house, first thing out of their mouth, if they even think about it, is I smell dog. Yep. Or if you have people that or, don't like pets at all. Oh, if you have the non-pet people, I smell yep. cat. I swear I smell cat. I know I smell cat. 
So we want to make sure that, number one, our car- if we need to have a carpet steep cleaned, we want to make sure we do that. Also, if we've got to keep you know the pups and the cats out of sight during showings, whether it's keeping them in a kennel or ideally getting them out of the house. You know, that's huge for a li- liability sake, too. Yeah. Y- yes, you may even kennel them up. There's nothing worse than, first and foremost, going to a home. And then you, you, have, you have Bruno running around. Coming up, sniffing your leg, you don't know if the dog's going to bite you. Even if it's the nicest dog in the world, that's liability. If your dog's in a kennel, what's stopping a kid from poking their fingers in there, getting an already stressed animal, doing things they wouldn't normally do? Not to mention, it's good for your pet. It's not good for you. I know my dog would not like, you know, 25 random people coming through my house. It would stress him out. It's good for trying to keep keep your pets out of the house if you can. If you got to take them to doggy daycare, you know, hey. Listen, the, the, the minimal cost that we're talking here, I think it's worth it. Absolutely. In a lot of ways. Number six, we're calling it Light It Up. So this t- it takes care of a couple of facets of things. Number one, before showings, turn your lights on. Big time. It's it's There's nothing worse than as a buyer's agent or as a buyer coming through, fumbling around for light switches. The house is dark. Here in Michigan now, it's it's winter. It's 5 o'clock. Things are pitch black as soon as people are getting off of work. It's, you want that house to, as soon as you walk up, it's just blazing brilliant light. That, that's that whole welcoming, inviting, comfort. Going into going into a, a dark, dark house, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it scares the heck out of us or our clients, but it's not warm, welcoming, right. inviting. It, it, it may be a little bit of fear because you're walking into the unknown already, but if it's lit up, even nice LEDs, whatever. I mean, what's the cost on LEDs now anyways? Right. And I think also this this goes into a couple of different dynamics. The other one is keep your blinds open. Um, let in all that natural light you can. And also, if you've got these light fixtures are tremendously cheap, right? You know, it's very easy to change out. If you've got these old brass chandeliers hanging around, things like that, <laughs> it now wouldn't be a bad time. Invest a couple of bucks in putting a new modern light fixture, and not only is it going to light the house up better and probably save you money because you're putting new bulbs in, uh, but also the it's going to improve the aesthetic of your house. That's going to give a really nice wow factor if you have nice, more modern lighting fixtures right. in the home. Yeah, especially in a lot of our homes here that you walk in, you have the, the, the big tall foyer. That's definitely a great place to have a, a nice looking lights fixture. So number five is clean, 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 and I'm going to add a couple more cleans on there. Big time. I, there's nothing worse for a buyer than walking into a dirty house and it makes them think, oh my gosh, this house needs work. You got the, the sink full of dishes, laundry everywhere. Oh, I love going into that master bedroom. And you just see, you know, bras, underwear, suits, shirts everywhere, all over the house. You I mean, dog really? You got dishes. Oh, the yeah. corner with the dog hair in it? Yeah, it's, it's terrible. It's If you don't want to clean it, hire somebody in to clean theirs. I, I think it's very, very important to have a clean, clean, clean house it's really really worth it i i would definitely suggest having somebody come in because again it's somebody that's that's going to see stuff that you normally wouldn't see and if you need somebody we've got great people that handle these for us um number four here i think is a huge one and i think it's a tough one for a lot of sellers because your home is it's that it's it's not just a house it's not just a building it's where you've raised your family or it's, it's where you've lived you've got memories here and to for us to come in and say we need to depersonalize it can be tough for people. It really can be because um, my biggest thing is when, once you put your home on the market, mm-hmm. you got to try to view it as it's no longer your home. Right. You've now offered it to somebody else to make it theirs. Um, yeah, it's nice to see the, the memorabilia from grandbabies, babies, husbands, wives, whatever around the home. This is a point in time where for your safety, for one, you don't want all that stuff hanging around. Yeah. We want to protect you. 
So we don't want to give anybody any undue information about you. We also don't want to tip our hand at all. If you've got uh, you know uh, pictures from uh, you know General Motors everywhere, we don't want them to assume that you're being transferred. Or if you've got military paraphernalia or whatever you might have, we don't want them making any assumptions about you and why you might be selling and, and it might uh, again put us in a bad negotiating position. And also, like Chris said, we want people to view this as their home, not necessarily yours. So this means taking down personal family pictures. Leave the art; that's fine. Uh, but mm-hmm. personal family pictures, if you've got, um, uh, you know, this is another thing too. If you've got religious items, if you've got crucifixes, or you've got things from any other religion as well, now would be a great time to take that down. Not that we don't support your religion, but again, we are having buyers in, and these buyers may come from a different faith than you. They may come from a different culture. We want them to feel as welcome as possible, and we want them to feel like it's it's their home. As well. <laughs> I wouldn't be taking mine down. So <laughs> uh, the the next one is, and we've kind of talked about this. Is number three is declutter. This is biggie, biggie, biggie. There is nothing, and I keep saying there's nothing worse than this. I think these are all these things are all terrible, but <laughs> in their own right, they is, can be. We, just for an example, we walked into a house last night, and the house is pitch black. There's a barking dog. It's like this is like the trifecta of of bad preparation, and uh, there's boxes everywhere. We've got boxes Good everywhere. We've got gravy. clutter everywhere. There's items on the counter. There's items everywhere, and it, and it makes the house look like. I came out, my buyer said, this house needs so much work. I said, the house doesn't need work. It just needs to be cleaned out. But it gives that appearance to buyers. Well, that's the first thing that's always going to come to to mind is this needs work. And then beyond that, price reduction. Yep, exactly. So so you think you're packing and getting the house ready to go and you've got boxes everywhere. We can't even walk in it with a potential buyer. And and then they're like, oh, this needs work. We got to take five grand off, 10 grand off. Right. I think that this comes into a couple of categories here. Number one decluttering rooms themselves so making making rooms look as large as possible and making them look as clean as possible so if it's the kitchen keeping things off the countertops uh if we've got to organize closets if we've got to uh <laughs> even if you've got I, I understand i have a lot of stuff that i probably should get mm-hmm. rid of but i'm not going to um even if you've got to put things out in the garage or in a storage unit or get them out of the house get them into your new house whatever you've got to do uh keeping this house looking as clean neat streamlined and open as possible i think is really important and just like peter said closets they are going to open your closets. Yes. Any buyer that comes in wants to see what the closet space looks like. Is there an attic access? What's going on in the closets? You know, do are there shelves in there? I've seen them where the shelves got pulled out. They're going to get opened up. So arrange them. I just went to a closet and it was boxes, floor to ceiling, and I mean, wow. And I want to be able to see the size of them as well. Uh, and this is another point. It's not one of our top ten. But this is a great time to mention that we also want to, in the, in the spirit of decluttering, we also want to make sure that all of our valuables are secure. So if you've got cash, firearms, prescription pills, valuables, jewelry hanging around the house, get, either get those things out of the house or make sure that you've got a safe or something else that they're not going to be accessed by anybody who's not authorized to access them. So I think that was very important. Number two is neutralize. That's this not is, like taking out a target, right? No, no, no. Oh, okay. This is big. No. So I know that we have not painted our walls in 25 years. I know that we've got, you know. A nice um, green. Yeah, we've got a, a nice, uh, you know, lime yellow green. We've got a pink or whatever. Now is a great time. Paint is cheap and paint is a, it, I don't know that there is another improvement that you can do to your home to get the return and the, and the change that paint does. Well, you got to figure everything that goes along with paint. One, you see it. You see mm-hmm. nice clean walls. Nice, freshly painted walls. Now, you don't want to do it in a way where it looks like you're covering something up. Right. But, you know, people come in and 
you can also smell it. You can yes. smell that it's freshly painted. So that's another inviting sense that you're, you're keying into when somebody's walking through your home. Yeah. And now this is not to say that we have to go all white or all gray or all beige, but keep things. And, you know, but now if you've got that bright red bedroom that you could wanted 10 years ago, now would be a good time to change that. Or that super be, cool HGTV accent wall you yeah, had to have. It, it doesn't have to be that we're repainting the entire house, but if there's anything that's particularly egregious, now would be a good time for that to go. Yeah, not everybody's got the same taste. You, What you did was personal to you, and you, you like it, you love it, it was your home. But now you got to have it so people can view it as their home, and right. they can start using their imagination. I think the other thing, too, I think this applies not only to paint, I think it also applies to we've seen some crazy furniture. If you've got crazy furniture, now's the time for that to go. This is So we get now down to number one. The number one thing that you need to do before you sell your house, or to help you sell your house here, I guess is a better title, is... You've got 30 seconds to give a buyer a good impression. Make a good impression. So this is entitling not only uh, wrapping all these 10 things together, but also let's look right. at your curb appeal. How does your right. house look from the curb? Are you taking care of the <coughs> landscaping? Uh, you know, do you have exterior lights? How does your house look when your buyer's walking up to it? That's why this is number one. Mm-hmm. If you go up to a house and they've got old blown leaves going against it, or or you can see like, like I've seen corn growing in gutters. Corn. <laughs> but... Uh, Look, it's got to be the best impression is there. That's how it is. Right. When you walk up, they have to fall in love out there first. Yeah, and I, I think that this starts, is the house easy to find? Is it lit up from the street? Do you have a very nice visible for sale sign? Mm-hmm. You know, we're not, if we uh, if you can't oh, see your address, can we um, can we make your address more visible so they know it's the right house? Like I said, can we do exterior lighting? If we've got snow on the ground, have we salted and shoveled our driveways and walkways? Good time for that now. You know, do we make sure that we've got buyers a an open path to get to our door? Do we have a nice inviting welcome mat? Um, maybe a, a sign letting them know, hey, listen, we need you to take your shoes off, or here's some booties, or, or a, a, a mat to wipe our feet off. You know, do we have something about the house? These are the things that we want to hit those buyers immediately right when they walk in or really before they walk in and with with warmth and inviting if it's springtime what's it going to cost you 10 20 bucks for a flat uh, of flowers to put Mm -hmm. out there plant them get rid of those weeds you know let the long cut oh jeez yeah there's just so much with that that you you don't get a second chance to make a first impression we always know that so do a couple of these little things outside and, and get ready to you know hit a home run. Right. And I don't think that it's not necessarily that these are dollar items that we need to deal with. It's just mm-hmm. doing the things that you would want to do to make your house look nice. Don't essentially don't uh, stop letting it be your home as far as the maintenance goes. You know, do still do those routine maintenance things, you know, keep keep cleaning your gutters, keep things you know fresh up and nice. Uh, I think that's the big thing here. But I think the other one that's not in our top ten list, but it needs to be, is Make sure that you're talking to the right realtors. So make sure that you're talking to people that A, know how to prepare your house, B, know how to price your house competitively, and C, know how to market your house to make sure that you're on the market for as little time as possible. You don't need to clean your house as many times as you would if your house is going to be on the market for right. six, seven, eight months. Uh, and the people that are also going to make your transaction stress-free and also get you the most dollars that they can in the process. Hey, keep, so. keep in mind, we're not, we're not going to tell you to do these things because we're going to try to make you angry or make you oh. uncomfortable. We both have the same goal in mind. We want your home to sell in the least time for the most amount of money. Exactly. We want to help you achieve your goals, get you where you need to be. 
Uh, so if you have any questions about any of these things, how to do them, who you need to talk to, or about selling real estate in general, or if you're looking to buy a new home as well, we would love to talk to you. Chris and I's members are both going to be on the uh, right attached to the podcast, or if you're watching on YouTube, they're going to be right there. We'd love to talk to you. Feel free to send us a call, t- text message anytime. We're pretty much available 24-7. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching. We'll see you next time. Take care.